This is Wednesday, January the 11th, and welcome to this session of Two Minutes. Our text for today will come from the book of St. John's, chapter 20, verses 24 through 29. And the reading will be from the New King James Version, where it says, Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Believing what we cannot see is not easy. The old saying, seeing is believing, or show me and then I will believe, is what most adhere to. All of us are skeptics to some degree. And as we see in Thomas's experience, Jesus knows how to reach each of us. Thomas was zealous, inquisitive, and incredulous. Because of his hesitancy in accepting the disciples' story of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he came. He has come down through the centuries referred to as Doubting Thomas. But was he an habitual doubter? Did he, in all fairness, have reason to doubt the disciples' account of having seen the resurrected Christ? Jesus' death had been difficult and confusing for everyone. Having been welcomed into Jerusalem like a king, he was dead before the week was over. The disciples, his closest followers, had left family and employment to follow Jesus. Now he was gone. What would they do now? Because of the significance of his death, Jesus prepared his followers for his death by communicating to them multiple times that he would die and rise again. Jesus predicted his death at least three times in what is known as the Synoptic Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. When he kept talking about dying, they all felt varying degrees of anger, fear, and disappointment. They didn't understand why they had been chosen if Jesus' mission was doomed to fail. When he was crucified, that caused them to lose their confidence 
and to seek a reclusive, solitary location in Jerusalem. On Sunday, things took an unexpected twist for the disciples. It began with Mary Magdalene insisting that she had seen Jesus alive that morning. Then later in the day, Peter announced that he also has seen Jesus alive. In St. John chapter 20 and verse 20, it says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. We don't know why Thomas was absent the first time Jesus appeared to the disciples after the resurrection, but he was reluctant to believe their witness to Christ being alive. But I do believe we should cut Thomas some slack. After all, the disciples were in hiding from fear of the Jews. If you were Thomas, would you readily accept an account from those who were hiding behind closed doors? Many of us would no doubt react in like manner as Thomas. Show me the proof. It would not be long before Thomas would get this proof. Eight days later, the disciples were again inside, and this time Thomas was with them. Jesus directly addressed Thomas and invited him to examine his hands and his side. All objections and resistance in Thomas evaporated, and in tears of repentance, relief, and worship, Thomas dropped on his knees before Jesus and exclaimed, My Lord and my God. Jesus told Thomas while he had believed on the basis of seeing evidence other people in days to come would need to believe without visual proof and would be blessed for doing so. That's where we come in. We don't get to see what Thomas and the others saw, and at least not physically. Our faith in the risen Christ must rest on a different kind of foundation, and that foundation is belief in God's written word. May God bless you.